Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we reviewed the fall 2022 anime season. I guess we should start by saying we're uh, recording this a week or two before the season ends, because we're going to be away. Right. This is less of a review and more of a sort of end of season thoughts, right? Because I think only one show so far has ended. Yeah. I don't think our opinions will change much by the end, but a lot of them we haven't seen the end. Can I even think of one? Can you think of one where the, like the last one or two episodes completely ruined or improved at least? Usagi drama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, how about the opposite way? Has there ever been like a mediocre show or a bad show that you felt was saved by the last episode? No, I can't think of anything there. <laughs> yeah. Like our opinions might drop, but they're not going to probably drastically improve. Right. <laughs> so I think it's fine. Yeah, me too. Okay. Well, sh- we shockingly, we have a category labeled trash tier, and it's empty. I think it's because I was more discerning in what I kept watching. That's good. I, I told you to be more cutthroat to stop wasting your time. Yeah. Well, there were so many good shows this season that I didn't have as much time to waste as usual. And I feel like a lot of the shows that we watched ended up at least being somewhat acceptable. Yeah. Although a couple, maybe one or one of the two of us would have put it in trash tier in the later sections. Perhaps. <laughs> well, next, let's go on to mediocre and forgettable, a step up from trash tier. That's right. So the first one's actually all you. Yes, Beast Tamer, which we've talked about this before, but I'm honestly very surprised that Draggle that you're not watching this just because it seems that you take some ridiculous enjoyment out of the bad that is slavery in so many anime and instead of having slaves they have beasts that he is taming except beast tamer is surprisingly arguably kind of heartwarming (laughs) because he's he doesn't like tame them in like a way that you would think of i feel like when i hear beast taming it sounds so aggressive so when, when they say beast taming, like, it's not actually animals, right? It's like girl, fox girls and stuff. Well, it can be animals because he, he we do see him control animals. We see him control insects, which is interestingly a totally different art. It's related, but it's actually a different skill. And not all beast tamers are insect tamers, but he can do both. And these girls, the reason why they are the way they are, uh, I mean, like, they're not just animals, is because they're, like, the highest tier possible. Mm, I see. So that's why he's extra special. It, it reveals how strong he actually is, despite his former party members looking down on him, that he's able to make contracts. And so, to me, it's not so much as taming them. Like, you know, when I think about horse taming or other things you think of like whips and like lots of discipline right here it's just like he makes basically a contract with them like an agreement Hmm. and i'm pretty sure that if they ever wanted out of the agreement based on how soft and nice his character is he would let them go he would probably just dissolve it i see he's one of the good slave owners (laughs) 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 well anyways they're like they love him they stay with him because they want to like they ask him to form a contract with them a number of them do right just like how the slaves wanted to be be led by their kind master. you know what hey hey Drago, <laughs> you don't you don't get to critique this because you're not the one watching it you have not seen how they interact and what the dynamic is here okay i watched too many slavery anime it sounds exactly the same shush shush this is not that <laughs> Funny thing, it's been really entertaining because at first he's like part of this hero's party and the hero is a dick, which is always refreshing to see. Like, it's not the stereotypical good guy hero. And so he ends up being abandoned by the hero party because they think that he's lame. They don't think that he's any good. 
But he's actually like the best beast tamer ever. They just didn't realize it. <laughs> and he makes all these uh, meetings with all these different uh, legendary beast girls. And they end up wanting to hang out with him and be a party together. So he contracts with them. And he, he eventually like meets back up with his old party. They, they like ask him to come back, but in like a really full of themselves way. Like it, he should be thankful that they're asking them. What a mistake. Doesn't. They should have never acquiesced to slavery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're not going to let this one go. So I'll have other people know that it's actually pretty good. Just give it a try. See if you like it. Don't don't be judgmental at Draggle here. We can move on to Bibliophile Princess. I, I just want to say one thing. I feel like this, this beast taming is a slavery anime for cowards. No, you can't say that. You're not watching it. <laughs> okay, let's go to Bibliophile Princess, which fortunately I am watching. What are your thoughts on this show right now? Uh, mixed, I would say. Same. I was hopeful at the start. Like, it seemed interesting. I think the problems are just, like... The main character is so passive, and pretty much every arc so far has been like, oh, I'm such a helpless girl, what will I do? And then she meets like her rival, and then it turned out all this stuff happened off screen to defeat the rival that we didn't know about. And then the prince shows up, and he's like, I always loved you, I'm the perfect boyfriend. And then she's like, oh, I don't know, does he really love me? Uh, yeah yeah i'd have to agree with you for the most part uh my feelings have been up and down with this one like like you i think i was intrigued at the start and then it quickly became boredom it was just like oh well she's so passive she's so bleh. and then i think the latest arc the latest episode or two have sort of redeemed herself to me like she's been a lot more assertive of herself when she was directly confronting the girl so that was a bit of an improvement. Yeah, a little bit, but still has a lot of the same issues, mainly like all the cool fights happened off screen when we weren't watching. <laughs> yeah, and then I the wish they would show that to us. comes and saves the day. I mean, I don't mind the prince. I think it's nice that he is such a dependably nice guy, that he is like a good soul. It's not some like a wrench thrown in that he has some other goal or something. Yeah. But it, it gets kind of boring, right? It's, it's repetitive, yeah. And he, he's just not, neither of them are very interesting characters. No, it really isn't. Oh, well. Let's move on then to Encouragement of Climb Next Summit. I did watch the first episode. Oh, well, what did you think about it? It's fine. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it's really hard for me to know how to talk about this show with new viewers just because it's like, this is the project of love from when this was a short and then people liked it more and they were able to make it a little bit longer. And then now we have full length episodes and the entire like first half of this show, is it first half? I don't know. I, I should say like the first quarter. Um, the first four episodes were all recap and then they're like full length episodes that are recapping things that happened in the previous short seasons so it's very familiar to me what's going on so i kind of like really skimmed through i didn't pay that much attention but i knew that it was happening but like maybe newer viewers would like it but apparently it wasn't enough for you i feel like maybe you would like the newer arcs better just because and i do as well because it's new material right and that's what i wanted starting with the fifth episode it's just it was kind of jarring a little bit because the first four that did recaps kind of still adhered to the old art animation style. And then the newer ones, once they hit like the fifth episode and onwards with the new story, the art, I swear it changes and looks new. And while I like it, it's just like having them side by side like that felt weird. Huh, that's strange. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it. I, I'd had to like go back and do like stills as a comparison, but I swear I was like, suddenly the, the girls have like softer faces, bigger eyes, everything is shinier. And I'm like, why, why didn't they <laughs> just like do this new art style for the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, I'm enjoying it so far. I remember being frustrated at the start of the season that we weren't going to get like a full season of new episodes, but what we have is pretty good. And I've been enjoying always um, her eventual move towards reconfronting Fuji because the first time that she tried to climb Mount Fuji, she actually got altitude sickness and had to come back down. 
And that was like something that really bothered her. And I wasn't sure they were going to approach it in this season because I didn't really talk about it earlier on. But now that I'm close to the end, like the final couple of episodes, she is doing it again. And they're being a lot more careful, um, like acclimatizing themselves for like an hour at a certain height before they continue onward and being really mindful of what they can do so she doesn't get that again. So I've been really excited. I think the last episode is probably going to be them at the top. I can only, I can only hope. Okay. Cool. Does it make yeah. you want to climb some mountains with me? No, not no. mountains. And what's interesting <laughs> is they actually, um, they do meet like another club at the school that is focused on mountaineering specifically. And they go a lot more hardcore, but then she like makes up her mind that it, that, her kind of hiking is different than like what they like to do. And I prefer hers more, which is like a lot more casual hikes that are like day hikes as opposed to like multi-day, more hardcore mountaineering that this club does. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to Futoku no Guilt, which is all you. Yeah. This is like a really trashy show um, with lots of like monsters attacking girls. And taking off their clothes. So you say it's trashy, but it's not in trash tier. No, it, it did what it set out to do. Mm-hmm. And it was it was mediocre at it. It wasn't in trash at its accomplishing its goals. But you're enjoying it well enough to keep with it. Yeah, I stuck with it. I like the manga better, though. That is not a big surprise with you. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think the... I don't know. The anime seems less animated if that makes any sense at all (laughs) yeah you know you would think that that's not the case because it's animation right Right. but like if it's done poorly you know like if they don't choose the right moments the right stills or whatever i feel like manga at least your mind fills in the gaps exactly and you sort of create this better this ideal animation in your mind if that makes sense yeah that's exactly how i feel and the, this one, the animation is not very good on it. Yeah. But that was fine. Next is, I have somehow gotten stronger when I improved my farming-related skills. This is the Isekai about a farmer. And uh, he builds a big harem of the princess, the receptionist, and some random adventure. Am I getting this right? Okay, so pause, because wasn't this the one that I was initially interested in and you were kind of mad about? It was, yeah. Did you finish it? No, I dropped it. Like, after that first episode, I never went back to it, and I thought you were not interested, but you are now? You're, you're caught up on it? I'm caught up on it. I, I wouldn't say I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then, okay, so, like, what saves it from being bad? Like, what does it do well? What does it do well? What does it do acceptable levels to keep it from trash? I think it it wasn't bad. It was just mediocre. It, it's just uh-huh. like every other isekai anime we've seen. Completely mm-hmm. forgettable. But it's fine if that's what you want. <laughs> if this is what you want, you want isekai? Here, here's the token isekai. Exactly, yeah. I, I've definitely seen worse isekai. Like, I thought the Beast Tamer was a worse first episode than this one. Even though Beast Hammer was definitely more unique than this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very, very just inoffensive, I guess. But sometimes a little bit of offense is needed for interest. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised you didn't finish this one. You seem so, so enthusiastic. Enthusiastic's a strong word, Draggle. I thought it was mildly entertaining, okay. just like I thought Beast Hammer was mildly entertaining. Except, like you said, it did have that issue where it. It's Nisekai, and there wasn't too much to set it apart from others, so then my interest wasn't peaked enough to go back to it. Yeah, I think the only kind of unique thing was the farming idea. And it, yeah. it's kind of funny when he's like, oh, I have to go back and harvest harvest my carrots, or he's very enthusiastic about different vegetables. Well, we talked about like how I have to have a goal, right, mm-hmm. with other shows. Beast Tamer also had like an oddity. And in that one, I wanted to see him go back and one-up the hero that was such an asshole to him, right? Right. In this one, what? He's a farmer. So what do I want to see? Him go and be a good farmer or fight something with his farming skills? (laughs) I didn't really have anything strong that was pulling me to watch it. Yeah, there definitely wasn't much of a big plot to this one. 
It's kind of just like, oh, something happened. I'll go react to this. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't think you're missing much. Well, what about Muv Love Alternative? I also don't think you're missing much here. <laughs> this one, I, I have trouble following, but there was like, there's like a visual novel, which apparently is very well regarded. I don't know why from the anime. And then there was the spinoff of the light novel a while ago that I watched. And then there was this one. And this is like the second or third or I, I don't know how many seasons by now. Um, I don't know. I find it just really hard to follow what's going on. Supposedly, mm-hmm. there's the light novel, and the light novel has like three parts. And this anime adopts the third part and skips the first okay. two parts. Oh. Does it feel like something's missing because it did that? Uh, yeah, there's definitely things missing. Like, okay. the main character had gone, lived in other worlds in the other parts, and he knew the characters before that. Okay. So that was very confusing how they skipped that. It's also just, I don't know, it's not very compelling. The main character is pretty boring, and I just don't care. I'm surprised you kept with it then. I'm surprised too. I did kind of like the spinoff that was self-contained. So maybe that's why. You know, I like, I love the shows where they're like, I think in this show, like, the Japan never lost World War Two, or at least they they have like this army which is very similar to the to the Japanese World War Two army. At least it feels that right. way to me. So it's very like nationalistic, and I, I I love that nonsense. Yeah, you find that that twist of history fascinating, right? Yeah, but I don't recommend this at all. Okay. Well, we can go ahead and move on to Raven of the Inner Palace if you're ready. Yeah. How do you feel about this show right now? I I was enthusiastic based on the premise, but at this point, I'm just like, please let this end. What's happening? Same. (laughs) I think we were both like, oh, yes, it's a cool setting. Oh, she's really mystical and awesome and bratty. And now I'm just bored. Yeah. It's just like some different person every, every couple episodes. It's a mystery of the week. Right, you get like your your ghost or mystery of the week that she ends up solving. There is this like overarching plot or whatever around the Raven consort. Somebody's out to kill her now, right? And we know who it is. We just don't know why. We just have to figure out the um, motivations behind that. And I don't know if we're ever gonna get like a, a romance at the end. They're sort of dancing around it. They always. Like hint at how it's a bad idea for the king and the raven concert to to get together, but they're obviously attracted. But like none of that is very interesting, sadly. No, I couldn't care less about this show at this point. I mean, I'm watching it for completion's sake, really. I just want to see, I guess, what happens. Will they catch that dude who's trying to kill her? And how are they going to end this show? Where are they going to end this show? Yeah. We we were dissing on Bibliophile Francis earlier, but th- this one is way worse than than Bibliophile. I think this one's more disappointing because we were so interested at the start. Yeah, and it it went nowhere. Well, let's move on to something hopefully in a better light. Reincarnated as a sword, which I'm not watching, but you are. You know, I actually I should have moved this up the category. Like I I, I kind of like this one. Yeah. Well, it, it's probably borderline. It's close to the good section. Okay. Yeah, this one's an isekai too, except he's reincarnated as a sword. And you know how, like, most isekai, it's like the fantasy where, like, oh, everyone of the opposite sex loves me and they're my slaves. In this one, the isekai fantasy is that, oh, I get to be a dad to a cute girl. Can he transform as anything other than a sword, or is he just, like, permanently a sword? He's just permanently a sword, yeah. See, that's awesome, right? But he he can, like, fire around and use magic and stuff, and he can talk to people with telepathy. I mean, but I still like the idea of him, like, not ever transforming, so you're not going to get any sort of, like, nasty Usagi drop shit at the end of this, right? No. <laughs> 
He is a weapon. Yeah. And this girl that you're saying that he's sort of a father figure, right? She's not going to ever be, like, put in that awkward place with him. No, definitely not. I have not. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I remember you being somewhat positive about this last time we talked about it, and I was surprised, because while I thought the first episode was entertaining enough, it wasn't enough to keep me around. Yeah. So the the one thing I will say is, well, especially in the first episode, it was full of all this, like, isekai menus and jargons about right. learning new skills. That's partly what lost me, yeah. Yeah, and that that kind of, it's still there, but much less than in the first episode. Once mm-hmm. there's multiple characters. It still has his dumb, dumb points. Like, the he the girl got a mom now, too. The, the girl doesn't oh, really like okay. the mom. Oh, and there there's nothing between the sword and the bomb. I was going to ask about that. <laughs> no, they, they don't like each other. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's kind of fun, too, right? Yeah, so I... I, 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 I'm enjoying the show more than I thought I would. It, it definitely picked okay. up from the first episode. Hey, finally, some sort of something looking up after those other disappointments. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Shinobi no Itoki, who we talked about last episode. Back down our expectations. Yeah. So I think we, we covered this a lot, but basically... It was a show about ninjas. We thought there would be, like, betrayal and excitement, but then it turned into this, like, really lame politics. There's betrayal, but it's not very exciting. It's not very exciting, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think where we are right now, big, big spoiler, is, like, I was shocked that his mom died. I guess I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have. I didn't expect it either, but it also didn't really matter much. <laughs> what? His mom wasn't a very interesting character. I mean, I always wondered why she didn't train her son better. Was she just, like, hopeful that he would never have to leave this kind of lifestyle? But, which I think is oddly optimistic. But, um, yeah. I am just waiting for this to be done. I really don't actually care about the ending of this. Yeah. No, me either. (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. The last mediocre forgetter of the show is Yorisei Yatsura. Did you watch this? I watched the first episode and I was repulsed, so <laughs> I immediately dropped it. I'm actually quite surprised that uh, you have this down in mediocre because I, I would have figured this is such a beloved franchise that they would do a good job with it, but I'm guessing that's not the case. Well, I, I, I don't really know because I've never seen the original. So mainly why, why the reason I watched this is just because everyone speaks so highly of it. Like you said, I, yeah. I wondered what's it all about. And... Right now, I I don't understand why everyone loves this show so much. (laughs) Yeah, neither do I. I mean, just off that first episode alone, I was, okay, okay. Maybe I can kind of see, like, why guys loved this show before, but in today's day and age, this does not look good. Yeah, it's very 1980s or whenever it's from. Also, like, I don't know. I, I just, the main character is such a jerk. It seems like every episode they introduce some new character, and it's it's kind of hard to keep track of them all. Someone told me yeah. that this is like a sampling of the best episodes of Orisei Yatsura original series. This is a sampling of the best episodes? That doesn't speak very well of the original series. That's what I thought, too. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow. That like really makes me not want to watch the original now. Yeah, well, that that could kind of fix some of the problems where, uh, for me, I in the later episodes especially, I was just like, what's happening? Who are these people? Well, mm-hmm. Why is there a new character every episode? Oh, because like maybe in the older series, they actually take the time to introduce them or get to know each other. Yeah, I suspect so, yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy this much. Well, shall we move on to the good recommended section? Yeah, which we have a surprisingly good number of shows in this section, starting off with Blue Lock, which I'm fairly certain is just me still, right? Yeah, I didn't watch it. I mean, you said you had fun with the first episode. You just couldn't keep with the fact that it was a sports show, right? Yes, especially soccer. Especially soccer. Well, you said the first episode was good, and I still think the show is good. I am having a blast with this. It's one of the ones I immediately put on play when I see the next episode is out. I just think the matches are hilarious, and 
I, I don't know. I love the characters. I love their personalities. I love the way that this like displays their animalistic like aggression when they're on the soccer pitch. It's great. Okay. Sweet. One of the best soccer shows ever in recent memory. It's just that much fun to me. Okay. One of the best soccer shows ever. I can agree with that, even though I never watched it. <laughs> Okay. So, I mean, but it's a sports show, so it's, like, very straightforward. I don't know what else I can say about it other than it's just cutthroat. It's all competition. It's basically just, like, match after match after match. Like, they, they learn new things about themselves. They're getting stronger. It's a shonen, obviously. But it does it in a really uh, interesting way, and it looks great. So they've got some budget in on this. It's definitely worth a look. Were there actually any murders so far? Uh, No. Uh, this is not that kind of show. It's it's a cutthroat as in like you, you're you out. You're out of the program and you probably don't have a soccer career. You're out. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Cool. All right. So next is Bochi the Rock. Yeah, we just talked about this one too. But I, I think mm-hmm. we, we both enjoy this a lot. I think we enjoy it a lot, but we don't love it in the way that some other people in the community seem to. No, we have not put it in our best of the season. No, I mean, I'm having a ton of fun with it, but Bochi's character does great on my nerves every now and then, and um, I don't really get why it's so beloved, although I do agree that I think that the show looks fantastic. It does look very nice, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And actually, one of my favorite episodes was a recent one where they go and they watch that one drunk girl from the park. They go watch her band. I really like that episode, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah when Bochi is introduced to psychedelic rock, and I thought they displayed that awesome on the screen yeah and uh, i especially liked uh when the junk girl was like the one who gave her the best advice at the end exactly i was like damn this girl's awesome i mean i don't really support drinking you know not in this way to cope and definitely not to bochi because she's still underage but uh some words of wisdom there yeah bochi listen to her but please don't turn out like her (laughs) exactly Okay, so how about Do It Yourself, which is another show that we've talked about in the past. Yeah, I'm I'm still loving this show. It's so simple, the premise, but it's so good. It's a very simple premise, but it like puts a lot of detail into to everything. And all the characters yeah. have a ton of personality. And then there's things like the, the cute little animals, and it, it's mm-hmm. very artistic. It is. Oh, although there is one complaint that Kewu had that I have to kind of agree with mm-hmm. is, okay, the drama with the materials being taken away is completely stupid. One, why did they put the materials by the trash? Like, I understand <laughs> that there is a schedule. There's a schedule that those are going to be taken and that there is obviously miscommunication. But like, why even risk it? Why not put them by your clubhouse like you ended up doing later anyways? I I, I think it, it's very stupid, but also very realistic. <laughs> Is it to put your materials next to the trash? Come on. <laughs> okay, maybe that's that's not a smart plan. No, I thought that was like a dumb way to insert some drama. And although I think the second way that they gathered materials was actually better in the end because it better advertised them to their school, right? Yeah. Aren't they like in middle school or are they in high school? They're in high school. They're in high school. Okay. Yeah. And I thought it was good that because they were seeking materials now from their community instead of from businesses, it's like getting people's attention more, which is their aim, isn't it? To get more students in their club. Yeah. Yeah. So they should have done that from the first. Oh, now they came up with a better idea. They're doing it themselves. Oh, and another question that Kewu and I had was, it seemed silly that they were ripping up the floor and the materials of their old clubhouse to make a roof. Like, none of that wood seems like it would be ideal for use for a roof. But anyways, I feel like those 2 by 4s uh, are not the proper material and they'll just rot. Uh, I never do anything myself, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it will look good when they when they use it, but I'm fairly certain it's not a, the proper material to withstand weather, seasons, all of that. But whatever, it's a show. They're having fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. Yes. <laughs> okay, next one is uh, the last of the three shirjers. I'm the villainous, so I'm taming the final boss. Mm-hmm. This one I, I ended up enjoying... The, the most of them. More than Bibula, Philo, Francis, and Raven, the concert. Me too. Yeah. 
I like the main character a lot. She has a uh, a lot of personality. She's like the total opposite of bibliophile princess. <laughs> yes, she acts on her impulses. Yes, which sometimes she shouldn't, but she acts. <laughs> and uh, you can never say that she just like let things happen, right? No, she never lets things happen. It reverses all the gender roles by the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Lots of cute animals. This is the one show that's finished right now. Yeah, right? that's right. So I was a little harsh in my review of it. I don't know if you saw, but um, I thought the first arc was like the best arc, just because it like mm. rounded everything out nicely. It surprised me. It was entertaining. The second arc, I was just kind of like, oh, this is like a copy of the first arc, kind of, except gender reversed. And then the third arc, eh, it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was like unnecessary drama to like get the show to the ending of the season but i mean more of a good thing i guess it was okay i still liked the first arc the best okay yeah i, I like the first arc and i i really like the third arc too but i mm-hmm. i was kind of indifferent to the second one as well yeah it was a it's a fun show it is okay next one i'm sure is just me love flops that's correct. It's all you, Draggle. This one's I'm behind on because we're watching it with Classy. Okay. But we're having a great time with this show. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very stupid, and that's what I love about it. Perfect. I think my favorite scene, which kind of captures the heart of the show, is in the first episode. One of uh, well, the the premise of the show is that there's like a harem of five girls who all want to marry this guy. For some some reason that I forget, it doesn't matter. And then they introduce this one girl. They have like this robot that comes up to her, and he's the robot is like trash sighted, trash sighted, and he oh yeah yeah I saw that in the trash can. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so bad. I felt so bad for her. Oh, she she deserved it. She is trash. Oh my god, Draggle. (laughs) She she's my favorite actually. She's she's an American. And she's studying abroad in Japan so she can marry this guy. Draggle. What? I'm just going to let you know right now that that sounds totally appropriate for you, that you love the trash. I mean, that's just how you are every season, right? Exactly. <laughs> of course, the trash girl's your favorite. She's she's definitely my favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, there's this episode where she's trying to study kanji and it, it's really funny. She like writes kanji on everything and it gets most of them gone. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I'm enjoying this show. I, th- I think that there's some sort of, like, plot twist where everything is virtual or something like that. I don't know. We we haven't got to that episode yet, but we're, we're expecting there to be a big plot twist. <laughs> Excellent. I'm glad you're enjoying this. Yeah, hopefully we'll finish this one soon. Okay, moving on. Next is Mob Psycho 100 Season 3. Are you all caught up on it? Because I'm, I think, a few episodes out. Two episodes or three episodes out from where it is now. Uh, I think I'm all caught up or, like, one episode behind. I would be tempted to actually put this near the top if we didn't already have the shows that we have up there, plus the fact that this is a sequel. Mm-hmm. But I am very much enjoying this season. I think every season of Mob Psycho surprises me. I never expected to be as good as the first season that, like, grabbed my heart. And somehow they do it every season. And this season is no exception. I really loved the confrontation with Dimple and the huge-ass broccoli. Like, that is totally (laughs) unexpected and awesome. And then now, where I am right now is when he, like, loses his shit after he was in the car accident. And he, like, fights Kageyama, his Hmm. ultimate rival. Okay. I love this show. What about you? Yeah, I love it, too. I think if I had to say this is probably my least favorite season, but I still really like it. Mainly, it needs more Reagan, but uh, <laughs> I would say that yeah, it seems like he's taken a bit of a backseat this season, hasn't he? He has, yeah. He's always been my favorite. So maybe it's because he was so prominent in the first two seasons. It kind of makes sense for him to take a little bit of a smaller role here. Yeah, Th- this season I felt is like a bit more serious than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially this latest arc, I haven't enjoyed it too much. It feels like it's it's kind of like wrap everything up. Like for good or just a season? Kind of feels like it could be for good if they wanted it yeah. to. Yeah. 
I think so, because I think it's something to do with Tsubomi's character, which feels like something that's been there since the very beginning, right? Mm. So it seems like we're coming full circle somehow. Yeah. Um, which makes me sad. But I, I do have to agree with you being a little bit more serious. Although, one of my favorite scenes is when he has that whole fight with uh, Dimple. And, like, the the thing that makes him stop fighting is the fact that Dimple told him how ugly his shirt was. <laughs> like, that was actually pretty awesome. It's like, no one else. You see all these flashbacks, all these memories of, like, everyone else kind of, like, avoiding telling him about how ugly his shirt is. And Dimple, of all people, is the one that tells him that. That was good. That, that was a good scene, Yeah. <laughs> And also good is Spy Family, second season. Yeah, you liking the dog? The dog is like the best character, hands down. I I knew you would enjoy the dog. The dog is my favorite. And I loved it when the dog got angry at the toy, the penguin, and destroyed the penguin. (laughs) And then Anya got mad. (laughs) Oh, it was was so good. But otherwise than that, I mean, I'm having fun with the show, and I'm liking that we got a little bit more focus put on Yor, although still not enough to really make her character feel like it has any depth. Nah. <laughs> but uh, I love the tennis tournament. I don't know how you felt about it since it's yeah, sports. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love Yor's rival. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sports. Like, you're okay with that? Uh, it's it's sports in quotes. It's not really sports. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? There, there's no training. Everyone's cheating. Oh, yeah, but that's that's what you like to see, right? All of this shitty underhanded cheating. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind sports when it's about shitty underhanded cheating. I love trash. <laughs> We've already established this. Oh, this is true. Most sports shows try to be wholesome. That's my issue. Ah, that's a mistake, isn't it? Being wholesome. It's a terrible mistake, yeah. I'm glad that you enjoyed even that part of the show. Yes, I'm glad you've been enjoying the dog. I, <laughs> I, I was debating putting that this in best of the season because it, it's definitely close. It's pretty high up there, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to The Eminence in Shadow, and this one's all you. This one, I'm very surprised that it's moved up into the good recommended category because the first episode was absolutely terrible. I mean, that's why I dropped it. I mean, I know you told me it got better, but I, I just never got around to it. But yeah. you like it now. So I, I loved this manga even before this it became an anime. Um, and the thing is, it's like a comedy. It's like a parody of isekai shows with overpowered protagonists. Like, it's constantly making fun of the main character. And the first episode, it, it treated it, like, pretty seriously. Like, people couldn't even tell this was a, a joke. Uh, it was like a hint, a small hint, that it was kind of a funny thing about his character, but really not there. Yeah, so everyone gratefully dropped the show, except me, who foolishly watched the next episode. Foolishly? But you're enjoying it. Yes, but the, the odds were against me, shall we say. <laughs> uh, okay. And yeah, they, they seem to have uh, gone back to following the manga more closely, and... Uh, it's actually kind of funny now. This is definitely still like on the lower side of the good category, but uh, if I had to pick, I, I'd, I'd say I'm enjoying it at this point. Good. Yeah. Uh, Shall we move on to Two Year Eternity Season 2? Yeah, and I'm actually a little sad that I haven't caught up on this because I fully intend to. I just haven't gone around to it, but I know you're watching it, right? Yeah, it's still so good. <laughs> The, the latest arc has been a, a real tearjerker. L- lots of tearjerking. Really? Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I remember you liking the first season a lot more than I did. I did enjoy it well enough, and I think I tended to think it was funnier when you were crying in the first season. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm kind of curious. Yeah, I think there were like scenes that I thought were like way overly dramatic. Like it wanted wanted you obviously to cry, so that's what ruined it for me. Mm. But I still had fun with it. Um so I'm kind of curious now that you're saying in the second season that again there are tear jerky moments. How I'll feel about those same scenes. You'll probably laugh. Because the, <laughs> the 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 main tear drinking guy, he just looks really ridiculous. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that's bad. It's just the way we react to it is different. Forced drama that is visible to me. I I don't truly feel sad for. Uh, yeah, for me, it depends. 
Sometimes I do. Okay. Sometimes I don't. This one I do. This is on my to-watch list, so I'm, I haven't forgotten about it. And that you're enjoying it is promising to me. Yes, I love this show. All right. And final in this category is Welcome to the Demon School, Iramakun. And this one is all you. Oh, you didn't watch this one? No, I remember because this is a sequel, right? Like a, yeah, it's a like the third, sequel. third season or something. Yeah. And so I don't feel right watching those because I haven't seen the previous seasons, which no. I know you've told me before that I would probably like. I just haven't gotten around to it. You would. It has a number of musical episodes. Did I tell you that before? No, you didn't. But that's also pretty awesome sounding. Yeah. Honestly, this is my least favorite season of the show, but I'm still oh, enjoying okay. it. This season, they've like it's become a big training arc. Oh. Not, it's, it's more like a ridiculous training arc, so I don't mind it as much as I would like a oh, sports okay. show. But it, uh-huh. it, it's a training arc, and now they're having a competition, and uh, yeah, just two of my least favorite things have been the focus. The best versions of those things that you dislike, but they're still there regardless. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it, it's kind of split the focus uh there's been less about the main character, and it's more been split up on all the side characters. Uh, it's, it's still good, but uh, not my favorite season. Okay. Shall we move on to the best of the season? Yes, we only have a few on here, but man, are they a pretty awesome few. Yes. Akiba Made War is the most badass shit this season that we've seen in a long time. Yes, I think this is, if I had to pick either my first or second favorite. Of this season or... Of this season. Yeah, and I'd even say that this could vie for of the year. I'd have to go back and look at all the shows that aired this year, but this one's definitely up there as a contender. For sure, for sure. It's just so unique. It sounds simple, right? Like Akiba Mates from like Maid Cafes, but Yakuza. But they pull it off so well and so unexpected in like different ways. Every episode is its own sort of self-contained story, pretty much. Although there is like an overarching thing that we're seeing like the conflict now happening. But um, yeah. They even had... It's such a creative show. They even had a good baseball episode. That's how good it is. Yeah. The fact that you were okay with the baseball. Exactly. Which is insane. I'm still like cracking up remembering when you have like two people died in that game and then they wanted to continue the game so they pretended they weren't dead. (laughs) Oh my god. And seeing them like hold up their bodies when they're like shaking hands at the end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And like the current, the current event, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with like a major character dying, like I did not expect that. Holy shit! And I still, I don't know how I feel about it. Like this, this is tear jerking. I mean, I didn't cry, but I was, I was pretty damn shocked. Wait, which main character was this? Oh, are you not cut up? Shit. Was it the guy with the backpack? No, I'm not saying anything. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe I just forgot. You wouldn't forget this. I thought it was really funny how the guy with the the backpack, like, did he die in, like, after the credits or something? <laughs> the guy with the backpack. Are we talking about the guy who was always going to see Ronco? No, the guy who always uh, bullied the manager, like, the messenger from the higher house. Oh! <laughs> yeah, he, he died. How did he die again? That was an assassination, wasn't it? I thought they just, like, he came to see the boss and she shot him in the head or something. Yeah. That, yeah. that sounds about right. <laughs> He's a big disappointment. It took all of like three seconds. <laughs> all of the deaths are like that in this show. Yeah, it's great. Like they have no mercy. They're not going to draw that shit out. I'm, I'm really looking forward to how this is going to end now that uh, she's uh, in charge. <laughs> Drago, there's a reason why the ending is like it is. You know that like sad ending that you see from like old japanese films it's just so appropriate i think oh i see wait did i miss the main character dying i didn't say who died and i'm not telling you if you can't remember that is, that means you didn't see it or you forgot about it in your trauma oh gosh okay well i must have forgot about it i'll have to rewatch the last episode yes do that <laughs> talking about deaths shocking deaths that are just too soon unexpected Let's move on to Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Well, I expected it, but... uh... I mean, I'm not familiar with the manga, are you? Yeah, I've read the manga. So I have no experience with the manga. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, 
being a manga reader as yourself, how do you feel the anime handled things? I like the manga a lot better. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, this one, I would have probably put this in the good category. It's oh, really? It's really good, but it's, it's definitely my least favorite of the the ones we have in Best of the Season. Yeah, I really wonder if this is a product of the fact that you are a manga reader and I am not. Like, all of this is new and shocking to me. I, I think it may be, yeah. And this one also has the, the issue where, like, the manga seems more animated than the anime. Like, here the the anime looks pretty good, but the manga looks insanely good, so... <laughs> Holy shit, you're making me want to read the manga now because, like, I can't imagine it looking better than this. Yeah. The other thing I, which I often feel a lot of the time about manga is that the anime feels very drawn out, especially in the fight scenes. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, and when you're reading the manga, like, basically, like, 10 minutes of fight in the anime is, like, five pages in the manga or whatever, right? Yeah. So in the scene where the main character died, like it felt much more abrupt and ridiculous in the the manga than it did in the anime. I still felt like in the anime it was pretty fast, but again, I had nothing to compare it to. Yeah, it kind of captured it. And then the subsequent deaths of like other characters, I thought were all shocking in their swiftness. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they they draw it out with like them looking back on it. Or them doing some backstory. But I think that they're all well-placed in time. So I, as a first-time anime viewer, it worked for me. Okay, good. Yeah, it's still a, yeah. It's still a good anime. I definitely enjoy it a lot. And I, I fucking love the characters. Like, especially Denji and Power. Like, they are hilarious to me how honest they are. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole scene where he like brings the apples the apples are there like typically those are supposed to be for the person at the hospital and what are they doing they're fucking eating all his apples <laughs> and then they take them away and leave him one apple <laughs> like, and then like these two other devil hunters come and they're like oh hey can i have that apple like you guys are all assholes <laughs> so, yeah I'm, I'm loving this show i don't want it to end yeah, uh, you you, sh- you should check out the manga. This is a really good manga. So. Yeah, especially because this is going to end the season. I think they're gonna they're either gonna take a break or something because I'm certain there's a lot more material. Right? They can make a sequel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I might need the manga to hold myself over until a sequel comes out. Yeah, the manga is really good. I have to watch the the second season manga or read it. I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Well, let's move on to the Last of Us category, and probably one of Draggle's favorites is Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Yes, I love this show. We just talked yes. about it last week, so I know you didn't like it very much. No, hey, let's not be unfair, okay? I enjoy it for how fucking stupid it is, but that doesn't mean that I think it's good. I see. You just don't appreciate stupidity like I do. That's true. I'm a connoisseur. You're an amateur when it comes to enjoying stupidity. So what makes this the best of the season for you? It's just so much fun. I this this is like the the show I'm most excited to watch each episode. The most excited, even more than Akiba Made War. Yeah, Akiba Made War. Holy like shit. I really enjoy it when I watch it, but beforehand I'm like, uh, someone's gonna die this week. <laughs> oh, okay. So the the hype isn't there in the way that it is for the Witch from Mercury. Exactly. This one has okay. all my hype. I can I can understand that. Yes. My thought is dread. I'm like, what stupid shit is she going to do this week? See, for me, I think, what stupid shit is she going to do this week? And I feel excitement. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about this a lot last week, so I don't have to say Yeah, we much. can just end with a few shows that are ongoing slash that are in our back the back of our minds. We haven't like totally forgotten about them. We just didn't really have time for them. Well, Boruto, I have plenty of time for, and I definitely haven't forgotten because it continues to be excellent. Actually, the latest arc has been, it's like Boruto Dingen Grumpa, where they're like, what? They got kidnapped by some creepy guy and they're, they're in some death game. And like, oh my God, eight, eight people died in it so far. Wait, they've actually died in, in Boruto. Yeah. Well, it's Holy like shit. new characters that they introduced just for this arc. Oh, okay. I was going to be like horrified if it was some of the ones from their village. No, no. And they're, but one of the, one of them is a traitor 
yeah. Oh. So it's been very, very intense. Boruto continues to be great. And earlier this season, they wrapped up the the exchange student arc where Boruto's friend he he had to go to elementary school as like a guard, and it was it was a great arc too. That sounds good, and I hope to catch up more on this over the Christmas holidays since I'll be on vacation and sort of away from internet for a while. So this will be a good show to catch up on. Excellent. You'll love it. I'm not quite sure when I'll catch up on the next one, Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, but I'm fairly certain I won't forget about it because Kewu was pretty excited about this show because he watched a lot of the original series while I stopped after like episode 100 something. <laughs> so a lot of the events, because I watched the first couple of episodes of this new sequel, they went kind of over my head because I don't know who these characters are. I don't know what events they're referring to. So it's hard for me to enjoy it. But he seems to be liking it. So we'll probably revisit this later. Even if you did watch all the episodes, like, wasn't the original, what, like, 10 years ago at least? It was a long time ago. We watched a YouTube video that tried to sort of recap everything. Mm-hmm. So that helped jog his memory, I think. Okay. But, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when you haven't seen a show for a long time. Especially when the show is, like, hundreds of officers. Exactly. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. And I know that's, like, a huge hurdle that shows like this have to get over, right? It's, like, how do they keep the interest of new viewers like myself, which I, I think I count because I'm, like, so out of all of not having seen so many seasons of the previous one, right? Right. And then how do they remind old fans where they left off and, like, what happened prior? Seems like a really big task. Yeah. I'm like you. I never got... I don't think I even got to episode 100. Yeah. Now, this next show, Golden Kamoi Season 4, I stopped after, like, the second episode... Uh, I think because I didn't like the direction it was going, and I figured I'd just marathon it later. I, it just felt like we were spending a lot of time with side characters instead of the main characters that I care about. But you're telling me that there's actually been a hang-up in the schedule. Yeah, I don't know the details, but somebody making the show died, and they they had to suspend making it until later. So I, I think it's still happening, but it got delayed like a season or maybe more. I'm not sure. Yeah, it looks like some staff member passed away, and they haven't really released the name. Yeah, exactly. But it does look like this is going to continue sometime in April of 2023. Okay, so two seasons. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that they gave us a date. I, I don't think they really needed to. Uh, I mean, people pass away, and this stuff happens, and I think we just got to, like, suck it up and see what happens. Yeah. I really liked the first episodes of this season four, so... I'm looking forward I liked to the it. first episode. It was like the subsequent one where I like was focusing on the side characters that kind of like annoyed me. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, Golden Kamoi's always been good traditionally. There are a lot of characters at this point. <laughs> there are a lot. And that rounds out our fall 2022 review. Yeah, tune in next time for our uh what will it be winter 2023 season impressions. Yes. So we both wish everyone a happy holiday season, and we'll see you guys next episode. They're, they're probably over by the time this episode airs, but happy holidays. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast, or on our individual accounts at Drago underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen to review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play. Thanks for listening. See you next time.